Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. I am back. I have replaced Shamble for the day, though. <laughs> we we can't get a full huddle together. We can only get two of us at this moment in time. Uh, but fortunately, you've got the voice of reason back in the room. <laughs> After listening to some of those atrocities that were being talked about in this or that last time out, Baker Mayfield is uh, is one that comes to mind. Baker Mayfield is, is going to show up, trust me, too. Well, well, Shan, um, it's nice to have you here. It's nice nice for one of oh, the twins to always turn up. <laughs> always keeping the lights on. Always, always the grafter until a month's time when <laughs> never to be heard When, when the actual season begins, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when it actually starts getting tasty. It's only three weeks away. Off on a jet plane. It is. It's cl- we, are, we are close, which is nice. Training camp is just around the corner. I think that's going to be like the same as it always is. <laughs> Everyone will hype up their team. Everyone will be in the best shape of their life. Yeah. <laughs> every every rookie will be amazing. All these all these undrafted seventh round rookies will be playing lights out, challenging for starting spots, and then we'll get back to the normality of the NFL season. And there'll where... be one quarterback. One quarterback. The media will just choose that this guy isn't looking good. Like, we'll just hear, the like, oh, he missed the throw. <laughs> yeah, it'd be Baker Mayford. It's already happened. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't, we don't have to pick it. It's already happened. I've seen the video of him overthrowing his receivers. I've seen that video. But, you know, I know another video that I've seen as well. And it's a video that I, I can't believe that this man has walked away from. That's Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. My boyfriend is saying it's Alvin Kamara. Um, Obviously, he's had some legal issues. Um, he was involved in an altercation Imagine. in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, no, he's, he's admitted to it. Like he's pleaded no contest, but that's that's the same as admitting to it, right? I guess. But um, yeah, he, he this was going back. This is a couple of years now, isn't it? February February last year, sorry. So it feels like a couple of years ago. But he he yeah had a altercation. But it's all been settled now. Um, it's gone. The in the end, it was in felony charges that was brought. I think it went down to misdemeanor. He pled no contest. What he got out of it? Thirty hours of community service, which will be done by, you know, him hosting a little little pee wee camp, you know, weekend camp. He's got a little fi- little fine, uh, one hundred and five thousand dollars, hundred dollars. Oh goodness, I can't even say it. A hundred and five thousand dollars we got there in the end yeah but, got there uh, the end. that's but, chips on a dollar though that's nothing that's not even a the nfl game. though the nfl doesn't like you know these these misgivings by players making the nfl the shield look bad and i'm sure roger will be coming down on on alvin i like it you're trying to get you're trying to cut me off there before i start going too deep into this i, I know you've I got like a random all sorted <laughs> we no, can't no, blame I, you I'll 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 be fair. I'll, I'll I'll leave it there. Like you know, I feel like this is a he's got off lightly, in my opinion, for what the video showed and stuff. In my opinion of it, he got off lightly. I I agree. Well, like when there's video evidence, usually that uh, sparks a bigger reaction but, as well. Not just video. Like when the, when there's a video evidence, you're bragging about it, like <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> like that would that would clearly indicate to me that there's some some level of guilt. But you know. We move on. 
Um, so now the Saints potentially, like, depending on what this um, this fines, this uh, suspension, sorry, is going to be, I don't think it'll be much. I think we differ on this opinion. I think it'll only be a couple of games, maybe three at the most. I think I'm, you think it'll be more. No, well, I'm going for two to four. My money's on four, but um... I think it'll be two. Like two's where my head's at, but like I've gone three to just play it safe. I think it'll be a two-game suspension. Um, and then for me, it puts the the Saints running back room as one of the powerhouses in the NFL across the NFL right now. A powerhouse. Powerhouse running back room. I have what you're having. <laughs> well, Alvin Kamara, I know he, I know he's not been as good of late. Uh, some of that's playbook issues. Some of that's injury issues. Some of that's not having a running mate like he's got now in Jamal Williams. Williams, who correct me if I'm wrong was the leading scorer of rushing touchdowns last season. I believe he was. Uh, who we all said, when it came to the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift will be the guy. And he couldn't get, re- he couldn't shake Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams took over that backfield. Well, well, let's be honest. Part of that was fantasy related. The fantasy community was <laughs> hyping up Swift into being the guy. And um, then- and then on top of that, sorry, on top of that, you've got the the third round draft pick, Kendra Miller, who everyone's excited about. Yeah, I, th- I think Avon Kamara should be worried more about him. Like, if he's suspended, the Saints will get a good long look at the third round pick, Kendra Miller. And he looks a, like a good prospect. And, and we've seen running backs come in as rookies and basically run with jobs. Yeah, I, and there's no, there's no reason why this couldn't happen. And then alongside that, sprinkle a little bit of the old Taysom Hill. That's that's a strong oh. running back one. That, who's got? I know you could argue there's some teams out there with better starting running backs. Like I won't I won't disagree with that. But from top down, name me a better room. Atlanta Falcons. Eh. <laughs> well, you uh. cannot. You cannot. Uh. Uh. B.J. Robinson, Cordero Patterson, and Tyler Algier. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't like to admit that you probably got me first off the bat, but you know, name me another one. Uh, well, there's a few, there's a few fringe ones. Um, I, I personally like the what Denver have got uh, going. Samaje P. Ryan and Javante you, Williams. You pick Paul there. Miami Dolphins would have been the one that I'd have, I'd have looked at. Miami, they they drafted a chain. There's also Detroit Lions. They've got Jameer Gibbs. Got David Montgomery. No, 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 no. Gibbs, yeah, I'll, I'll grant you. Montgomery, no. He, Eagles. He was... Let's go Eagles then. Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm not disputing. I'm just saying one of them. I will be one of okay, the top okay. top one okay. in we, we could have left all this argument out if you, <laughs> if you just were careful with your words, son. One, one of the better running back rooms in the NFL now. I, I'll, 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 I'll put it safe. No, I'd, I'd say the top five. I, I'm. I, I hope. I. I'll argue that point. But you know, that's that's Balabai. He, like I said, he got he got lucky, um, and that's that. Moving on, we have hard knocks news, which for me, uh, I was excited for because the Saints were potentially a team that are in the running. They didn't want it, but I want them to have it so that I can have some extra, extra behind the scenes look at, at the Saints. Uh, it's gone to the team that it was always going to go to. Especially with the off-season acquisition of Aaron Rodgers, it's gone yep. to the New York Jets. What's your thoughts? Uh, it was always going to be the Jets. I'm going to love it. 
Um, I I think it might disappoint though. Like, there's a chat. You know, you never know what you're getting with Aaron Rodgers, and that's partly why you're going to be t- tuning in. But there's part of me that Aaron will give us absolutely nothing. I I reckon he'll give absolute nothing at all. Like I reckon that's that's the sort of like what we're gonna get from him. This this like hard knocks. He's not gonna want it. I know as a as a team they didn't want it. I think they realised that it was gonna be them though because of the Aaron Rodgers trade and all of that. But I I know they didn't want it. No one wanted it. You you fly a plane over the Jet Stadium right now. They're building a little little room right now, a darkness retreat <laughs> within the stadium where he's gonna go when the cameras are around. I want to see the healing crystals he pulls out, as Grant said. Uh, my friend Grant was saying, get the healing crystals out, see what's supposed to be. Is that me? Yeah, apparently, apparently so. Like, see all these. It's all this like um, extra. I don't know the word for it, but all this alternative therapy that he's been, like just doing. The dark retreat was one of them, trying to get his mind right. Like, there's all of that. Like, it'll be interesting to see. I'm more interested to see what Zach Wilson's going to be like. To be quite honest, he's the quarterback I'm more interested in. My reasons why. I, I'm just excited to see what the fallout will be <laughs> of Rogers being there. Will he fall in line and be like a good little backup? Like Will he be giving Rogers? Aaron Rodgers hell like he claimed to be giving another quarterback? Oh, will he just be out chasing tail, hunting down those MILFs? You know, he's the MILF hunter. Like, you know. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, no, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, like it's exciting to see for me. It's exciting to see, and also Salah's a he's a good uh, like celebrity status as a coach. He is right? gonna love the cameras though. Like the team might not, but he's gonna love being in the spotlight, he, uh, doing his best Dan Campbell impression. Which, to be honest, <laughs> as much as we love Salah, like no one's gonna compare to Dan Campbell. Is is the is the goat. Well, the the Lions is a hard knocks was was one of the better hard knocks I think it's been for years. I think it I think it was just top tier top tier work from the Lions themselves. My my biggest storyline that I'm interested with the Jets is is Brees Hall's injury and him coming back um, because I think we're all expecting him to be eased in, but I want to see him person. We we saw injuries before J.K. Dobbins. Um, we thought he was coming back last year. It didn't quite happen as soon as everyone thought it might. Definitely what he thought it might. Um, and Breesaw's injuries is a big thing because he was a superstar instantly when he entered the NFL. He looked great last year before he got injury, injured. Um, I don't know what running backs outside of him they've got right now. I know they've got Bo, is it Bo Knight, is it they call him? Is it Bam Knight? Bam Knight, that might be it. It's Bam Knight, yeah. Uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter's like a nice piece. I feel like he's not a superstar though. Like I don't feel like he, and he might he might prove me wrong. I don't know, uh, but he doesn't seem to me like he's a, a out and out starter for them. Um, like what Brees Hall can bring to you to the table. I'm just I'm bringing up their roster now. Yeah, I, I mean they drafted a fifth round rookie in in Israel. I'm, you, I'm gonna struggle here. I I could tell that you the regret in your face right now when you <laughs> you, you brought his name up and, and you realised how. How, how hard it might be for you to say. A Thank you. Um, so, realistically, outside of Brees Hall, they don't have a strong running back room for me. It's not a, it's not a great depth. Like, Brees Hall was great last year in his rookie season. 
coming into year two, but he's coming off a bad injury. Outside of that, like Carter, like I said, he's been nice in nice in sparks. Uh, but has any of them really shown anything? I, but I mean, let's be honest though, they're not going to get the ball given to them now that Aaron Rodgers is there. No, no, no. Aaron Rodgers is not the same guy anymore. He's going to need a run game. This isn't going to be, you know, a Tom Brady throwing it 700 plus times a season. This isn't going to be Peyton Manning just controlling the offense when he goes to to Denver. His, this is going to be a balanced offense because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the guy anymore. Not a chance. Not a chance. He doesn't go out and get his receivers in. He doesn't go out and like make the spectacle about Garrett Wilson, how much he loves him. You know, he doesn't go out and do all of this if he's not just going to throw the ball. He he got all his guys in. It's it, it's Aaron Rodgers running about. Aaron Rodgers knows best, and he's going to throw the rock. You know, it's going to be um, weird to see. Like he was putting all these Green Bay receivers under the bus last year, particularly. <laughs> when he wasn't happy. And now he suddenly loves all the wide receivers. Is is him and Gary Wilson are, are BFFs all of a sudden and, <laughs> and Christian Watson who was also a rookie last year just just didn't get any love, did he? But let's let's lost. let's be honest here though. Garrett Wilson or Christian Watson. It's Garrett Wilson all day. Like there's no there's no comparison level. I think he might disappoint the hype. I like he's an elite player, but I, I'm I'm not Oh, this might be the Denver Broncos last year where we've got all the promise in the world. We've got all, all the hype. Hall of Famer going to a different team. I mean, it could, well, pan could well be. I mean, the only thing... We've that, got Hackett. Yeah, I could say the only thing they've got going right for them is Hackett's in there. It's an offense that Rodgers is still familiar with. Russell came to Denver to Hackett, hack who... <laughs> and he just couldn't. He just couldn't hack it. But no, he... Uh, he he came to an unfamiliar offense for him. I think was the problem, and I don't think Hackett's good at adapting his game plan. It seems so. I think that he was trying to still force Wilson into being a quarterback that like he's just not. Like I think it just didn't work. Work. It wasn't a match. Like in in Seattle, he was given a bit more leeway to ha- well, He handed the ball off a lot, but he was given a bit more leeway just to do what he needed to do, hold the ball a bit more. Like, well, I, I wouldn't say he was given more leeway. I think in Denver, he got what he wanted. He didn't have a coach to reel him in. <laughs> but in other New York Jets news, Quinnen Williams got that money. Money, 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 money. And you're not happy with this man's business. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for him. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here trying to discredit him making that making yeah, that bread. You're not trying to take food from his plate, are you? I'm not trying to take food from his mouth. Like, I'm not trying to take food off his plate. Like, if he can go out and get that get that bread, he'd go out and get that bread. I, I have no problem with that. My problem is, I think this is a bad business by the Jets. I, I just think they've overpaid. I think it's they're they've overpaid for Williams because it it's basically 24 million a year, right? It's the second highest defensive tackle salary behind uh, Aaron Donald. I don't know if it's worth it for me. At some point, though, a DT is going to need to get paid. That isn't Aaron Donald. I, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I just don't know. It, does Quinn and Williams jump off the like the screen to you like an Aaron Donald, like a, a Jeffrey Simmons? Fashion. 
No, like, but like Jeffrey Simmons though. Does Quinn and Williams like pair up for you in the same thing as Jeffrey Simmons or Chris Jones from uh, Kansas? Can do do they do they jump off the page the same? For me, it's not. For me, he doesn't. He's a he's a great player who's had a great defensive coach, head coach come in to really help solidify that defensive line. He's had great players alongside him now. He isn't like a one-man wrecking crew, in my opinion. That's true. Um, and I get what he's saying, but I think that's also partly because there's so much talent on that New York team. And particularly the spotlight's always on Source Gardner um, and co. And it's hard for DTs to shine, but I get what he's saying. He does make the he does make the splash plays. But like the highlight real plays. You look at Chris Jones. Sorry, you look at Chris Jones. And every Kansas City game you watch on defense, Chris Jones is making plays. Every time you see him, like offensive lines don't know what to do. They they absolutely poo themselves when he lines up, a, up opposite them. They're like, what can I do? It, it, he's like in a similar vein to Aaron Donald like that. They can't play Aaron Donald. They struggle to play Chris Jones. Jeffrey Simmons is sort of in that sort of camp for me as well. Uh, Grady Jarrett maybe is in that camp as well. Like there's this, there's just these guys out there who for me are, are just bigger all around monsters in that middle than what Quinn and Williams has shown. As a as a DT, he got twelve sacks last year. Um, obviously, which, sacks which is good. Aren't, aren't the only thing. It's good. But yeah, I get what he's saying, but I I personally don't hate it because I think as as contracts come up, he other other DTs have set the market. I personally don't hate it that he's got got this contract. I think I think my issue is the salary cap situation for them. I don't know where they're at right now. I'm just gonna have a look and see where they're, where they're gonna be. So um, they're okay this year, but next year they're 51 million in the red, which it's getting up to Saints level of like cat space, and that's yeah, never it's never a good idea. Experiment doesn't work out. That'll that'll free some stuff, you know. Yeah, I, but I, are they not on the hook still for a, a few more years? It's not like a one-year deal, is it? They're not. They're not just going to be able to get rid of him, are they? Maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't want to talk about him or just anymore. Well, I want to talk about some other people. I, some just, other... I, just, I just want to say, sorry. Last thing on Aaron Rodgers. Twenty twenty-four cap hit, hundred and seven million. Base salary, sorry, it's one hundred and seven million guaranteed. 58 million. So his cap number is 107 million. You can't, they're not That's... getting rid of him. They're not getting rid of him. <laughs> no matter what happens there. Hey, yeah, then they're not getting rid of him, but Rogers might be done himself. That, that's 42% of their their team's cap space is Aaron Rodgers at that point. But anyway, yeah, what were you going to say? Move on. What were you going to say? Um, the actual players that I want to talk about where, where money is a big thing. Saquon Barkley, there's there's talk around him um, actually holding out now. Yeah, yeah, and I don't hate it from him because I think this is a person that needs to get his bread while he's still hot stuff. Like he needs to he needs to make the bread while he's still got the heat to do it. If that yeah, analogy makes sense. Yeah, he couldn't have asked asked for a better year last year. There were question marks, big question marks. 
uh, last off season if he was the guy you proved he is and now uh, the running back position your shelf life we we saw with Austin Eckler the Chargers are almost done with him as well and Josh Jacobs in in Las Vegas as much as 10 million is great like these guys want long term security and they want to I suppose set the running back market as well like to to new heights well, they want that McCaffrey money don't they they want like well they don't apparently but he doesn't that is that is what's been said right now is that he's not wanting that McCaffrey money but he wants I think he wants like maybe not as much as that but he wants more than the 10 mil I think it was uh, 14 or so that's what I read but uh, didn't he have an offer around 13 million which was rescinded um in favor of the tag I think so I think so but I mean at the end of the day the the Giants need to sort out their business because their offense is quite um, un- underwhelming without Barkley, right? It's very overwhelming. Like, <laughs> I would say it's underwhelming. It's not. Even, <laughs> it's not even overwhelming. I would say it's under. Like, but outside of Barkley, I mean, Waller, I guess is is a, is a stud on their team. Again, you got injury history there. You got Shepard there. You've got Wandale got injured last year. You've got uh, Waller. Slayton. Slayton is always getting hurt. And Saquon is himself as well. So, like, you know, I I would think that you want to get your star signed in, locked in, because Barkley shines a lot brighter than any of these other guys when healthy. So, as a star, I think you need to get him locked in. And, I mean, the same could be said for the Las Vegas Raiders and Josh Jacobs. Similar situation. He wants he wants to be paid what he thinks he's worth. Oh, we we agree though that they'll be on the field anyway, right? They're going to sign that franchise tag, regardless. Or you think is he's just going to hold out the whole year? Because technically, if he if he doesn't sign, he's not under contract. He's not going to be fined. He's just not under contract. Yeah. Well, from what we read, yeah, he's he's just there's nothing that will happen. He can't play, but he's not losing out by not playing. Well, he is. He's losing out on the 10 mil. But then that's sort of like what Le'Veon Bell did, right? Better than yourself. He said he regretted it because... But I I can't hate it. Like, you don't know what injuries around the corner. Playing running back is the most brutal position in the NFL. Uh, but having said that, I, I believe he's going to suit up. Um, but, and but I, I don't see the Giants budging. You also don't know what, what college star is coming around the corner either. Like, you get the... Saquon Barkley. Yeah, yeah, you got... Bijan and, and Gibbs this year, but there's only a few Saquon Barclays and Josh Jacobs. No, I, I I agree with that, but you still don't know who's coming around the corner. There's always that one running back that you didn't you didn't expect to play as well as they did. Like Damian Pierce for me is the guy from last year. You didn't expect Pierce to play as well as he did for Houston, and he played well now. Interesting to start there. Or or you look back at just like the charges, like the Eckler situation. Um, if you remember, like. When Eckler was there, there was Melvin Gordon, who was actually the the lead Best dog. Star, he, yeah. he decided that he wanted the bag. Made the life a bit difficult with the Chargers, uh, for the Chargers, maybe rightly so. And then Eckler just came in and took the league by storm. Yeah, yeah. Eckler, Eckler for me, uh, it was a great move by the Chargers at the time. What they're doing right now, not a great move, but <laughs> we've... We've talked about that previously. I want to just get back on the Jacobs thing. He, he's, like I said, in a similar boat to um, Saquon in the fact that 
he is like on the is it franchise tender or something like that what it's called because it's not a tag is it it's like a tender um but he's got the option of not not signing it as well and not playing i think he's more likely not to play for a year than barkley is right i i think both on play i i agree i just think that the player out of the two of them that's most likely not to play would be Jacobs in the situation that they're in with Las Vegas. Because I think Las Vegas is a complete mess right now. That's that's actually true because Josh Jacobs, back end of last year, if you remember, he was coming out in the media and saying how much it hurt to be on a losing team. And if we don't know what's happening with Jimmy G right now, if he's not healthy, the Las Vegas Raiders aren't tied to him. If he doesn't show up, if we've got Brian Hoyer, is it Brian Hoyer? I believe it is. Yeah, Hoyer, um, Hoyer's their backup right now. And they, they drafted Aidan O'Connell in the draft at fourth round. Jacobs might decide that he wants to save his his body uh, this season and just get out of Vegas. Well, it, he's one of like the, he had like the most touches, I think, out of any running back last season. He was, or he's up there with one of the highest touch rates of any running back last season. It so like. Insane. He needs to, he needs to, like, because I always think of um, the Cowboys running back. What was his name? Ezekiel Elliott. No, the one before him. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. Like, for the Cowboys, he literally was, he was just running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. Moved out of there, got got some money from, I think he went to the Titans, right? And then as soon as he got to the Titans, he couldn't play anymore. He was just, he was just battered and bruised from running the ball 400 times a year. Yeah, Josh Jacobs had 340 carries. He had 53 uh, catches, so approaching 400 total touches last year. That's what I mean. It's not. It's. I mean, I understand that there's modern, more modern technology for recovery and stuff like that, but it's still not great. You still don't want your starting running back to have nearly 400 touches in a season. I agree. You need I mean, to limit fantasy it. Is, is great, but yeah. um, as a as a fantasy owner, it's amazing. <laughs> like, but this is why you don't do fantasy drafts this early on in the season. So much can change. Uh, another guy who's also in the same boat is uh, Tony Pollard. But I reckon I don't know if a deal gets done there, but he he he's playing right. There's no way that he's not playing. He's playing um, because yeah, I I think he wants to make a name for himself as well. And the Cowboys have to have him be the guy. Well, they they, they drafted some, didn't they? I mean, Zeke went out, went out the door. He's still not signed, is he, Zeke? Zeke's still on the... He's, he's still a free agent. Still a free agent, yeah. They they drafted, is it Juice Vaughn in Juice, the sixth round? Yep. And they're, they're high on him. Sixth round running back. <laughs> like... But let's be honest, Pollard has to be the guy there. And Mike McCarthy wants this to work because they've been in the in the media saying that how they're going to be now running an offense that they want to run. I don't know why he couldn't when Kellen Moore was there. He was the head coach. <laughs> um, he's, been, he's been trying to distance himself away from Kellen Moore's offense. So th- they actually need this to work this year. If, he, if he's trying to distance himself, that just means he has to use running backs. <laughs> like... It's bad news for CD Lamb. That's all I'm saying. That, that's what they want to do. They want to run the ball like, like we're back in 1980s <laughs> or something. Nah, man. Ah, that's that's crazy for me. Last but not least, let's uh, 
let's check in with Chanel's ex-favorite wide receiver, favorite wide receiver, I don't know at this point. Being a Cardinals fan, I don't know. I don't know where you sit with this, but Johnny Hopkins. Love the man. <laughs> let's say in though. He uh he obviously is, is still looking for a place to go. He's he's still looking for a home. Um the currently, as of today, the odds of the Titans as the favourites to land him. Like it's, it's the Titans are the favourite team. And I don't understand. <laughs> I it seems like a weekly story right now, DeAndre Hopkins. Like he's playing this perfectly in the media. Um, he's he's doing exactly what needs to get in the interest up. Like Titans are the favourites, but like you said, I'm not sold because I think he's just trying to generate interest right now for a team, a contender to come calling. I think he's trying to force someone's hand for sure because there's no way for me, especially right what he's been talking about, how he wants to go to a winning team, how he he feels he can contribute still, how he can make people's lives easy. He's making no one's life easy if he goes to the Titans. Like, because there's no one there to make life easy. <laughs> like, the, I, mean, I know we, we're a little bit higher on Traylon Burks than what we once were, but, like, there's no other receivers there, man. That's, that, it's, a poor, it's a poor choice. But then, like, even this, the second, the second favourites they've got at the minute is New England Patriots. And I don't, really, I don't really get that situation because they're not a winning culture. At the minute, they're not. They're not the. They, if Brady was still there, if this was still Brady era New England Patriots, then sure, this makes all the sense in the world, right? But that's not where we're at at the minute. Yeah, we we all want to see go to see him, uh, go to a contender in the AFC. I think we know the teams we've talked about before, <laughs> um, but I don't know. This is going to play out, and it's going to be a non-story because I believe like nearer the season is going to sign with a contender. Yeah, I, I think I think after training camp, I think train or during training camp, I think he'll rock up somewhere and that'll be where he'll sign. To me, Chiefs are the, the Chiefs team. I think he'll end up at the Chiefs. The Titans will be very Roman. <laughs> it's your new favourite word, it seems. It is. Like, I, I, just just it's, Roman. It's an under, underrated word. <laughs> no, I... I yeah, the the Titans would just be horrific for me. I'm not going to lie, but we'll we'll see. I mean, a few more weeks left till training camp. A few more weeks until we he finds somewhere, and hopefully he goes to a contender and hopefully he has a nice season. Yeah, it doesn't quite make sense that you've let AJ Brown go for Tennessee and then you decide to sign Hopkins like two years later. <laughs> but we move. We move. We move. And with that, we do move. We we'll end the podcast there for today. Thank you all for for paying attention and listening in and abby i hope you've got all this way in the podcast little shout out now that i'm back and talking sense and like these two jabronis i mean uh, to be honest I, I kept us on track i, I think we can all agree <laughs> uh but until next time see ya peace